This is the Media Week Industry Podcast from the people at mediaweek.com.au. Welcome to a new Media Week podcast. I'm uh, back down at Fairfax Media Headquarters here in Sydney. Haven't done a podcast from down here for a few months now. I'm with the editor of the Traveller section, the Traveller brand of Fairfax, Anthony Dennis. Welcome. Good to be here. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. Now, to me, this has been one of the great successes of Fairfax in recent years, a, a company that's probably, the perception is it hasn't been doing that well, but, but if you look at the figures, it's actually not doing too bad. But Traveller in particular seems to have been a great success. Am well, I overhyping it? No, no, I think a hype, hype away. Uh, <laughs> I, but I, I think you're on the certainly on the right right track there. <laughs> I think uh, part of the success is... is I have to admit, due to this amazing interest, upsurge in interest in travel by Australians, I mean, it really is very much an embedded part of our culture now. Uh, travel means so much to Australians. If you look at the list of uh, discretionary expenditure uh, choices by Australians, travel's right up there. Um, Almost, um, almost too high when you consider it's ahead of uh, of, of things such as uh, tertiary education and, uh, but it, it. But then again, you know, what, what's more educative than than, than, than travel? And I, and I think therein lies the essence of um, of the interest of Australians, and that and that is they really do hunger uh, for knowledge about the rest of the world and contact with the rest of the world, and one great trip then leads to another and um yeah i mean it's 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 a it's a it's a phenomenon uh, we, you know we've got a very very high uh percentage of passport uh, ownership in a in a in a uh in, in australia if that's the right uh, the right the right word <laughs> uh the economy's not doing too badly despite um, all of our protestations um and um yeah, but it just uh, it, it just seems to be growing um, every year, which provides the perfect platform for a title like Traveller, both print and on, uh, online. But yes, I mean, travel sections in Australia are a, a world phenomenon, not just um, uh, okay. uh, uh, d- domestically. There's, uh, we've had weekends when we've produced over 100 pages um, of, of travel content, um, which uh, is unrivaled, in the, in, in, certainly in the English-speaking world, to my, to my knowledge, uh, the nearest probably uh, the nearest uh, best comparison would be the UK and certainly the US even the New York Times does not produce this this volume of, of travel material and certainly it seems not with the same sort of advertising support too I mean you, you yeah well the the advertisers are, are, are as a product of this this massive interest in, in travel by Australians are, are in a very competitive segment. So uh, they're competing for um, a large uh, uh, a large pool of, of, of revenue, uh, but there are obviously limits, and there are a lot of uh, there, there's a lot of competition. And um, so, um, again, I guess we're a beneficiary of of the of of, of all of that uh, competition. But the the reality is you can have a boom Mm. uh, in a specific area like travel but if you don't have the product and the content to 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 put out there and to 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 gain the support of the readers and the advertisers then you're not you're not going to be a beneficiary so i think that we have actually responded really well to that 
massive interest, as I say, in in the marketplace, both from uh, readers and and advertisers. Yeah. Look, I want to do a few things with you today, Anthony. I'll, I'll get you to go through and just tell me the extent of the brand now, because you've got tentacles that are that are reaching out. Then I'd like to um, hear about your when you first started on the brand, and then um, I want to drill down into some of the sections. Sure. Into sure. a to a at least for a, a print um, section and and what you're doing digitally, because because you've, you've you've just done a, a lot of marvelous things, I think. So start with the brand. So, I mean, did it start with a with a print sort of section in the in the Saturday uh, Age and the City Morning Herald? Yeah, I, I guess it goes. A travel section has existed in the um, Sydney Morning Herald and the Age for maybe 20, 25 years. Uh, it was a broadsheet uh, originally, and then uh, ten and a half years ago, it was it was converted to a um, a, a compact or um, or a tabloid, uh, as, um, as as some might 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 call it. But in in, sure. the, in the broad in the in the notional <laughs> broadsheet format. world world, we prefer to call it a compact yeah. to avoid those tabloid connotations. Um, so yes, yeah, so it's been in this um, this easy to read magazine style format for uh, ten and a half years. Last year we celebrated our tenth anniversary last September of of, of the title in its present format, uh, but its um, origins do go back to. Um, about 25 years, but certainly um, it's come a hell of a long way. Uh, it, just like the uh, the travel the travel industry, it's uh, yeah. Did they was that travel a brand? Did that was that introduced when it went compact, or was uh, yes. that existing before? Yeah, it was introduced um, as, as as part of the uh, the, the, the size the, the recreation of it as a, as a as a compact tabloid section. Yeah, uh, ten and a half years ago. Yeah, I mean the other thing for me, they got dead right when they did this too was the design. I mean, there's some striking work was done on this in the early days and. Continues to be done now, which really, for me, sets it apart from a lot of other newspaper sections and, and a lot of other travel sections. Well, you know, you do. The great thing about a travel section is you do have license to run photographs um, in a in a in a fairly uh, adventurous way, and photography is such an important part of uh, of any travel title. So, um, yeah, and, and it's also one of the the real joys of of, of editing. Uh, a travel section. It could also be a bit of a challenge when you're struggling to find the right cover, cover, <laughs> a cover photograph from from you know some sometimes fairly limited sources. But yeah, it's a great vehicle from that point of view. But I think because um, we're bucking the trend in terms of the number of pages due to the volume of advertising we we do attract, uh, we are able to present a very substantial um, section e each week with uh, a, a, a vast range of stories and destinations and, and photography. Mm, so, we're very, so we're very lucky in that respect. Yeah. It, it is sometimes the biggest um, section in the in the Saturday and, and Sunday um, uh, papers. Yeah, but the, I think you weekend. do good work with uh, graphics as well, sort of, you know, fact boxes, things like that. You just, you know... You've, well, um, 10 years ago, the, the, the trend was, or the approach rather, was uh, to do long narrative reads. We still have those. Mm. But I think, you know, the nature of our lives is such that um, we don't always have time to sit down and read a two, three thousand word story. So we do tend to um, to break the stories up. We run, we do run a lot of lists, but I hope they're intelligent, <laughs> useful lists. Um, but there still is scope for some great sort of narrative um, travel writing. We also increased uh, in over the last three, four years, we did increase the... Uh, 
the the commitment to the cover story. So we, the cover story can often extend over four, five, six pages. So it's a magazine-style cover story, and we go into uh, a great deal of, of depth. Again, that's a product, unlike some of our competitors, of of having great strong advertising support which produces very very substantial uh, book sizes which means we can devote extra space to to uh, to the to the cover stories uh, particularly but also um, other content within the within the title so we you know we, we we've worked really hard to um, to build build it up as a title but we are exceptionally fortunate to to have a, a, such a such a, a large platform, a large canvas to play with each week. Sure. Now the um, so you online. Do you does everything that's in print replicated online? Everything in print goes online. online. So it's a great deal for the uh, for for the industry if they um, if if they work with us on a, on, a, on a trip they 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 receive uh, coverage within the print sections and then the stories automatically. Um, appear on our on our website some get higher uh, display than than a, a more prominent display than than, than others but um, you do get um, you do get a lot of coverage for your destination if you're if you uh, if you if you work with, with traveler and also uh, something that's sometimes forgotten is our extensive regional network uh, which also extends to New Zealand which is mm. not regional it's another country <laughs> uh, but um, sometimes stories can appear right across uh, the, the the Fairfax network on other associated websites and New Zealand um, Fairfax titles publish um, quite a few of our stories as well, so um, so the traveller reach is is a lot greater than it might than it might seem. Yeah, and, and there's additional content which you put on digital, which doesn't yes. make the print. Too, yes, isn't that's there? that's so right. It's but well worth close, checking out. Yeah, what yeah, you do digitally, yeah, Yes, uh, but there's a very close relationship between print okay. and, and and digital, which again makes my job. Uh, very interesting. There's a lot of coordination between um, between the, the the two platforms, but clearly there are certain stories that work very well exclusively online that don't make their way to um, to to digital. But their relationship is is close and and getting closer. Yeah, your web editors are certainly have become aware very much of the as you explained Australia's fascination with travel. Some seemingly very simple stories they put right up high yeah. on that homepage because they must attract a lot of well, traffic. Well, they it do. can be as you know as as something like a new aircraft seat or a, oh, well, air, you know, air tips travel. about how to get out of economy stuff like well, that. Well, air travel drives an enormous amount of traffic. Mm. Uh, I think uh, a product of the fact that we're all travelling is that we all have an opinion about airlines <laughs> and, and airports, and so uh, air travel stories rate exceptionally well online. So that's why you see so many. Um, so many air travel related stories but it's a, you know it's a great area we did our first air travel edition earlier this year and we're going to do another one later in the year uh, that was a first um, so that was full of all as I say air travel related uh, related content and um, you know that was that was that was a great challenge because we'd never we'd never done it before but there is just so much um, content so many issues that you can tap into related to airlines. Sure. Yeah, well, I think you've broken ground in the number of themed um, issues you do, special subjects that you explore. Well, the challenge is always to, to regurgitate ones that you've done, but we do try to, to avoid Well, you put it. a it's new a spin big, on it It's a something. big world, yeah. Well, yeah. you know, and, and I think increasingly we're uh, very issues-driven and we do like to... Um, 
find the the, the, the travel hook for major for major events. Uh, you know, the great thing about travel is that it. So many great things about travel, but one of the the the, the most appealing aspects for me is that. You know, it's not just about going from A to B anymore. It's not about which museum did you visit, which cathedral. It's all about pursuing your own interests. So we can, uh, and also as a product of our uh, of our blue chip readership, we can run some pretty challenging um, uh, stories on subject matter like architecture, conservation, heritage, food, wine. Um, they're stories that might actually exist and work well in other parts of the paper, but they, they, they do sit very comfortably nowadays in, in a travel section because we know that uh, the readers have a broad range of interests mm -hmm. and also very specific passions that they, that they pursue as travellers. Uh, and, you know, I think my role as a travel editor is really to, to recognise that and to, to keep producing material that, uh, that appeals to that broad interest range among our, our readers when, when they travel. Yeah, and of course you're able to, because of the, the Fairfax spread of, um, of, of resources, you can pull on a lot of writers. Yeah, we, we know, mainly use uh, freelance to... writers, but I mean, the, we, because of the size of the sections, we're able to give them so much work. They almost, mm. A lot of them work almost exclusively, if not exclusively, okay. for Fairfax, and, um, and they've grown with the title which is great and we've thrown up you know challenge after challenge for them and they've happily responded so um okay. uh you know that's really 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 satisfying aspect of of what we do as well yeah so it's saturdays in the age the city morning herald sundays in the sun herald does it go into the sunday it, it does age? it appears in the sunday, sunday age, age as okay. of about 18 months two oh, so years it's ago. been a while there okay, so it's yeah, become yeah. a bit of a fixture in the sunday age which is a very happy happy development okay uh so we've got the weekend covered in terms of travel and i think we're the only title that the only um, publishing house that has uh, travel on both across both days. Sure, sure. Uh, so that's another big plus for uh, for Fairfax, I guess, and its and its uh, and its travel presence. But we're also reaching out to um, to other titles within the group. So we've um, this year we've collaborated with Good Food and uh, Good Weekend. We we collaborated. Well, it was last year, in fact, when we first collaborated with Good Weekend on its uh, fifty two weekends away franchise. Uh, so. Uh, they finally realised after 20 plus years that it might be a good idea to jump into bed with Traveller because we've got all of these travel writers who have been to all of these weekend getaways and um, and also, you know, brand power, uh, combining the brand power of Traveller and Good Weekend made a lot of sense. So we're now collaborating with them uh, and cross-promoting 52 Weekends Away and uh, a first this year was um, 52... Um, international destinations away which we did in collaboration with our writers again the same as 52 weekends away and uh, good weekend selected good weekend writers and editors um, and good food has introduced a, a traveler food and travel related page each okay. week and okay. we're working on them with uh, competitions and all sorts of uh, ideas so you know i think again fairfax is, is very um is in it is it is despite all the travails that have surrounded print where we still have some very strong brands in good food and good weekend spectrum there's no reason why we can't work with spectrum down the line sunday life so and also the financial review for for, mm. for that matter so i sure. i think we're in a really 
good position and because all of those uh, titles touch on travel in some way there are great opportunities there mm. for us to 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 utilize yeah do you think your success has impacted on other publishers in australia or do you think they've worked out for themselves or look this travel is booming and we should get in on it too oh i think all uh, all publishers want a slice of the the, the tra- the travel, the very lucrative travel pie. It, mm. It's um, it's a large and growing pie, but it's you know it has its limits. Uh, there's only so much pie uh, to 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 extend the metaphor a little too far to go around. <laughs> um, but yeah, sure. I, but I, but I, but it, but it just seems. Um, I think it was probably an area that was, including by Fairfax, a little bit taken for granted. And it probably wasn't until some of those challenges uh, arose uh, for for uh, the media industry that they started revisiting revenue areas that they might have uh, tended to either uh, take for granted or or have overlooked. And I and I feel that probably travel is one of those. But that re-examination also coincided with this, you know, this massive boom in. Um, in in the numbers of Australians um, yeah. visiting, if you look if you look back about uh, at the numbers of Australians travelling overseas around the time of the Sydney Olympics in two thousand compared to now, it's it's doubled or tripled. I mean, it really is, it really is uh, phenomenal. But then again, you know, we're a generation that um, has incredible access to relatively affordable uh, affordable travel. You can sure. fly um, around the world. It's not cheap, but it's a, it is it is a lot cheaper than it was 20, 30, 40 years ago. Hmm. Well, you still get a good round-the-world ticket for under two grand. Well, you can if you like somewhere it, yeah. this yeah. week. So. You might need to travel on a Chinese <laughs> yeah. airline or somewhere along the way, but they're getting yeah. better too. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, now, a, a, an offshoot of the brand recently has been Traveller Tours. Yeah. Is that what you call them? Now yes, they, they seem to be proliferating. There's a, and I, I must say, and it's not a criticism, there hasn't been one I wouldn't want to go on, yeah, I don't right, think, right. so far. But you, the, the pace that you're introducing them would make you one think that they're, they're selling pretty well. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, did you say there, there, there wasn't one you wouldn't want to go on? Or was no, there wasn't yeah, one that you no, wouldn't I've, want I've to go wanted on? To go, I've <laughs> yeah. wanted to go on the mall. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's good to hear. Yeah. That's good to hear. Um, I wouldn't have cut the interview shorter had you, had you, had you <laughs> well, replied I, it. You would have thought had, about had it. Had you replied <laughs> in the negative. Um, but, yeah, no, that's, I think that's just a, a another uh, evolutionary aspect of the brand. You know, newspapers... Uh, we really do need to to look at uh, new revenue sources and new ways to engage with the reader. And I'm just very much focused on the notion that we print all of these words by living, breathing humans. But what are we doing with with them uh, it, it, beyond that printed word? They, they, you know, they they. they um, they have so much expertise, so much experience, uh, not just our writers and our editors, but also our contacts outside. Uh, you know, Fairfax has so many relationships with, um, you know, with major cultural, political, uh, all sorts of academic figures, um, and even ones that, 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 that we don't know we've been able to reach out to. So the, the, the idea is to try and... Um, Try, try and uh, bring the the traveller brand off the page, and make it very much a living, breathing entity in the form of tours that we can um, uh, promote to our readers uh, okay. uh, around the world. Uh, but with the bonus of having 
experts as, as your as your guides uh, al- along the way. Yeah, um, yeah. Now you've been on a couple of these, or uh, I, I've been on one. I've got a couple yep. more in the in in the works later this year. Okay, so. okay. Yeah, but I mean, it was quite a. Uh, the first one that we did was hugely successful to China, and it was it was actually a. Or, Were you on that one? I was. One? Yeah, yeah okay. I, I, I met that. the. I, well, I met the readers on the Yanks. No, was it was it the Yangtze? Yangtze? No, it wasn't the Yangtze. It was uh, it was in another part of China. It was on a okay. it was on a cruise. Yep. Um, it'll come to me in a sec. Uh, Guilin, Guilin to Yang Show. It was it was a day cruise, so that was my uh, segment of the of of the tour, and it was, really was a uh, pretty much a career high to walk onto that ship and see scores of our readers who had paid you know considerable what sort of numbers uh, we, we had a hundred we had a hundred um, wow. people on that on that on that tour mm. so uh, which was you know f- phenomenal really yeah. but it was just uh, it was it was it was just a, a, a near enough to a career high to be standing in front of them and knowing that they paid mm. as I say considerable amounts of money uh, to be with with me and other the other guests on 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 this tour, so there was still that level of trust and support behind uh, the Sydney Morning Herald and the Age and and the Traveller brand to support a tour, a two week or so tour. So that's been really satisfying from that point of point of view. But it's also been a big eye opener about the other side of the ledger in terms of the travel industry and and uh, what you need to do to attract the, 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 the sufficient numbers to make the tours uh, so I guess you're happen. in a learning phase well, yeah, until you yeah. get fine-tune all this. But I think it's, also, it's, 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 a, it's part of our growth as, 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 a, as a title and as journalists in that we need to become more than what we were. We need to become more entrepreneurial, but we need to do so within the the framework of what it means to be a journalist. We need to be aware of uh, our, our ethics, which has been the the cornerstone of, of the Fairfax brands, uh, uh, but also provide these new services to, that benefit the readers, but also help with our, with our own bottom line. And above all, exploit all of in the right, in the nicest possible mm. way, all of this talent that's available to us, and that's really up until now has been been dormant. And there's a lot of um, other uh, avenues that we can explore in terms of utilising the talent. I mean, you see, uh, Fairfax runs uh, regular subscriber events now, where the re- the writers get out in front of the readers on a in a panel format and um, explore issues. Uh, with the with the readers, uh, that, 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 that's that's another great way of of extending our, our brands. But I can just imagine that, you know, in five ten years time, this will be very much the norm. Will be, it, it won't just be the written word, as I say. It won't just be all that text that you see in print and on a screen. It'll be the readers, the the, the, the writers and the editors reaching out to the readers. Um, in 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 new and uh, and um, compelling ways, but it's something that the uh, Telegraph UK and the New York Times have had a lot of. Um, yeah, Telegraph UK with, does a lot of trips, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, and it's become a, um, a, a, a you know a major reader, a reader service for them, but also the New York Times, and it's mm. all predicated on this notion that you've got all of this talent, you've got the right readership. I don't think every title in Australia could could make it work because you do have to have the right demographic. Uh, you need an affluent, uh, educated 
well-travelled audience for the for the tours to appeal with because you can't sustain them just on having celebrities alone. They need to be be uh, figures who are going to provide real insights above and beyond what you would get on a normal tour. Uh, so there is a there is a, a model for it. Uh, the challenge is how do you su- sustain it and keep it and build it as a as a as an extension of the traveller traveller sure. brand. It's almost like a proper a proper separate business in its own right. Uh, but it's but so far so so good. Have you had any other overtures for brand extensions that you've considered, or or maybe knocked back, or uh, um, luggage, or not that uh, I, anything like that well, yet, or not th- not that I. There's there's other there's other um, uh, avenues uh, that that we could explore. I probably shouldn't really disclose them, but okay. But you are looking at yeah, other yeah, opportunities. Absolutely. We'd yeah. be we'd okay. be mad not to, and our mm. competitors would be would be also also crazy because we, despite the. As you said at the beginning of our conversation, the, the almost rampant success of of the Traveller brand over the last um, five years or so, um, we can't really uh, be complacent. Mm. We do need to sit down and say, you know, what have we got to offer here beyond the, the printed publication? And that's what we're, that's the process we're going through. It does tend to be fairly high risk. Um, so, uh, if you can minimise the risk as much as possible, then as possible, rather than um, uh, you, you, you can explore all of these, um, you know, different opportunities. But you know, we're talking to um, our advertisers and 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 working with them on um, new ways to do competitions, um, to make competitions more dynamic. You know, how can we use our writers to work with them as a link between? Between us and their, and 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 their own um, customers, sure, clients. Um, yeah, I, I think the fo- my focus is very much at the moment on the talent that we have on hand. How can we how can we use that beyond all of the great stories that they write? Because there's got to be you know there's got to be more potential. And I'm sure the New York Times and the and the Telegraph UK. I think there's potential for us to work with the. Telegraph UK and also the uh, New York okay. Times. We have a relationship with them. So, um, um, yeah, I mean, there's, there's still it, it's incredible, isn't it, when you consider how how uh, old the, the the age and the Sydney Morning Herald brands are and how much they've been through, and yet there is still a lot of potential. Yeah. Um, oh, so I'm actually sort of uh, you know, cautiously optimistic <laughs> about the about the future and um, yeah. how we can develop, particularly these brands. And it's great, you know, it's great for the uh, it's great for the paper because you know a traveller's success underwrites other parts of the of, of the business, including you know the news uh, the news sure. pages. So um, you know we. Might be um, dismissed sometimes as the lighter end of the spectrum uh, at the Sydney Morning Herald and the Age, but we do contribute to uh, to to that 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 very important um, journalism that appears at in the, in oh, the front absolutely. of the book. But then, absolutely. you know, I would argue that our journalism is just as important because uh, people are spending spending their hard earned dollars on on travel and they want the best the best advice. Who wants to uh, have a bad trip? Well, I'd want to know what it's like sitting in the third back row in an economy. Well, that's <laughs> but right. if that's all that's I can right. afford, I'll, you yeah, know, exactly. I, I need to know. And we need it, to be conscious of like. those people in the third back row of economy as well yeah. and not forget them. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Look, um, we're chewing up your time here pretty quickly. I want to go, as a reader, I just want to go through, I've, I've brought the most recent edition in. I've, mm-hmm. I've got a few questions to ask you there. But just recap for us briefly your, your history with the section. When, when did you sign on? Um, I signed on after about three 
three years in the wilderness uh, 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 away from Fairfax about five and a half years ago. Okay. Uh, as um, in, in, in a, did you in ever a write for role. it as a freelancer? Uh, yeah, I did. did. I did. Uh, when, they, when, they allowed, when they allowed me to, <laughs> under, under the, uh, the, the the rules of someone who who, who left for for a certain oh, I see, period. Yep. Okay. Uh, but yeah, and I still continue to write uh, mm. write for the section when I can. It's a great um, burden as editor to to write, but it's also too it's too hard not to when you come from a writing background, and also you know it's a great way to keep travelling and keep connected. So um, yeah, so I've been uh, been in this. Uh, in this role for about five very five and a half very formative years for the for for the title Hmm. what i like you have there's a lot of sort of magazine-y things that that stick in here Mm. to to me as a Mm. reader and Mm. i think you've worked in magazines in the past and and you must have some of that sort of yeah and newspapers are really heading in that in that direction Mm. anyway uh, increasingly And, and 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 why not i mean it's a um you know magazines are great vehicles for a subject like travel and um, some of the magazine techniques do translate very well to, to newsprint and a, and a weekly section. Yeah, yeah. I mean, one of the big trends has been the growth of cruise ships yeah. and their, their popularity, I guess, and yeah. and you can sort of track that through through the pages of Traveller, I guess, mm. too. Is mm. there's, you know, there's, a, there's obviously increased editorial, but you certainly haven't gone overboard. But but you can you do little sections, and, yeah, well, the, and the, the advertisers are obviously fairly prolific too. Well, there's, uh, the market penetration for cruising in Australia is is is, is, is uh, leads the world. Um, okay, we are the epic cruises of, <laughs> of the world, and um, after. Australia having been been ignored for for so long as a cruise destination, all of the uh, all of the cruise lines from America and the UK and Europe are now here fighting it out, and it is a it it is a a, a remarkable success story. But yeah, I, I guess we not everyone is attracted to cruising, mm. uh, so we do need to be mindful not to uh, to overwhelm the reader with, with, with cruising. But it's certainly uh, a really important um, part of what we of what we do, and we do try to you know cover it in a very imaginative, thoughtful way. Yeah, uh, you mentioned your contributors before. I'm I'm lucky to know Michael Gabicki. I mean, he's a to me, he's a great asset, and he's one he of is, indeed. is one of the reasons I make sure I read yeah, um, yeah. read it both sections on the weekend. Um, well, knowledge it comes down to knowledge, doesn't it? Mm. I mean, you want the most knowledgeable people working for you, and he's um, among the most knowledgeable people in, in in the business. I mean, he is a he is a guru, and we're um, we're we're you know we're lucky to have him. We do do we do tend to hang on to our to our writers and columnists so on on. On the whole, obviously, there's occasionally some uh, some 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 uh, uh, occasions when we do need to part company. But overall, over the last five five and a half years, we have um, uh, maintained a the, the pretty similar lineup, and um, and I think the readers like that too. They like the um, like yourself. You know, you recognise Michael Gabicki's expertise, mm-hmm. and so it's great to be able, for you to be able to pick up the. The section and see that he's 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 there again yeah. with all of his um, with all of imparting all of his knowledge about travel. Sure, yeah. The um and and everything from like you know just um, hotel openings or or reopenings, you know, mm. hotel room sort of features. Mm. I mean, that really interests me, and presumably a yeah. lot of your readers. And also, it produces some pretty impressive 
photographs and mm. um, you know there's that voyeur aspect as well I think with travel yeah. you know you might not it's end like up glossy staying real estate it. in a way yeah that's it? right you, you might not end up staying you aspire at this um, to $600 a night <laughs> hotel but it's good to know it's there and then you know maybe one day you might be able to 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 to, to stay there uh, but yeah certainly there's that we're very aware of that voyeur aspect to travel it is a, I think you're right it is a, a lot like real, real estate because you couldn't possibly um Pursue every uh, option that we that, that 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 we provide in the in the sections for, for yeah. travel. So yeah, well, I guess um, you and your contributors and your your you know the other editorial staff are part of the week must be sort of sifting through a deluge of um, of you know travel options yeah. and openings yeah. and launches and oh, and deals yeah. and trying yeah. to work out you know what's worth covering, what's not. Yep. You know, That's, trying to manage all that sort of communication. Yeah, well, I guess it's no no different to uh, you know a real estate um, title like domain, but um, it is certainly very diverse, and you are mm. actually uh, um, you are actually involved in the whole world, <laughs> not just um, you know a state or, or or a country. You know, you really do have to. You very much do have to have a, a global outlook week week to week and day to day. But it, you know, it really. It does make for a very fascinating, fascinating job. And the great thing is, you know, we've got someone who's been to somewhere in the world. There's, there's nowhere in the world that we don't have someone who's, who we can call on to provide, to provide content. And uh, and they're all, and all of the writers and the editors are constantly accruing air miles and building their knowledge. The, the knowledge doesn't stay still. It's not static. It's constantly building. So mm. um, we've got a lot. We've got a lot of uh, resources to call on and a lot of uh, uh, knowledge. Yeah. Uh- the airlines column, the flight, where you pick a particular flight uh, every week. Um, you have a particular seat in in either a class. It's yeah, so well, you switch a, it between unique, business premium and a unique economy. feature to traveller. Um, it, um, it, it it's it's I, I, we were talking about online earlier and what what does well and what doesn't, and that's one um, section that translates beautifully to uh, to online and vice versa because um, there's so much interest in, in air travel and um, a lot of our readers have traveled on particular airlines that we feature and they have a they have a strong view and we do hear from them let me tell you they, <laughs> they uh, we get a lot of letters about uh, the the, uh, the the flight the weekly flight review uh, but it's also a great way to engage with the airlines as well um, because they often don't get um, as much coverage as the hotels and the destinations, uh, they they often complain that they just get a little mention in the in the fact box at the end. So it's a great way to um, to engage with the airlines and 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 also as I said uh, previously, we are uh, working very hard to up our our air travel coverage because we do recognise that it's a it's a very strong interest area for our readers. Now tell me, I mean, you always are quite clear about whether the the trip by the journalist was sponsored by the airline or a travel company, or if they in fact paid their own way. Mm. Let me ask you this: Is it harder to write a piece that's sponsored as opposed to if you paid your own way? Uh, I don't think so because um, these days. The what people tend to forget, including dare I say our readers, is that the the experiences are, are, are u- almost uniformly good to some mm. to some extent. 
Uh, so it's rare that we have a really terrible experience. And it's also a bit like walking into a restaurant, critic walk, walking into a restaurant. There's not much you can do once the... Once the uh, uh, the restaurant critic is there sitting down for his meal. You, you know, if the if the head chef's got the night off, you, you know, <laughs> you, you probably could pop, pop him in a taxi, mm. bring him to the restaurant, but he, or or she, uh, but but they're going to be a little flustered. So my point is, you know, you unless unless a hotel or an airline has its act together, or even a destination for that matter, they're going to be found out. And if it's a really bad experience, we just won't run it. Mm. Um, and we do, and there is um, a lot of criticism in in, in our um, in our. Yeah, I've content. noticed even so, some of your close to five star reviews will highlight something yeah, that they yeah. thought could be better. And or you know, to to the credit of the industry, they're they're quite accepting of fair fair criticism. So, but the reality is that the you know the the cost of producing 100 print sections plus a website a year if we paid our own way. Mm. We, oh, you it, couldn't it would, do it, could you? It wouldn't be possible. Yeah. It just yeah. wouldn't be possible. So it's a, it, it, it's a compromise, um, and I guess um, it's an un, in some ways it's an unhappy compromise, but on the other hand it's a happy compromise because we are very um, scrupulous about disclosing all travel. Mm. You're damned if you do, damned if you don't, though, because um, if we didn't disclose the sponsored travel, nothing's free. There's always mm. there's always uh, a dividend that's respect uh, that's expected at the end of any um, of any of any trip. Um, so, but if we didn't, if we didn't do it, we'd be damned, and and because we do it, we're damned as well. So yeah. So where, where does that leave you? I think you you just have to go down the ethical path and um, and and <laughs> declare as much as uh, it can get a bit silly sometimes. I mean, you you know, there's um, you know, there's often a lot to lot to declare, but mm. um, I think ultimately we do ourselves a good service and, and a service by the readers by declaring all of the sponsored travel and that, and then they can make the decision as to after reading the piece. Anthony, tell me, do you have research or can you just tell from the responses that there's sort of hot-button destinations that you really need to cover off <laughs> most weeks or at least not go too many you know, issues without going somewhere? Um, yeah, we tend to... I think the the art of editing a travel section is to get the mix of destinations right. You don't want too much of one destination. You, uh, we always try and have a little bit of Europe in, in okay. or or even a lot of Europe in in our editions because Europe is just has universal appeal. Um, the commissioning can be quite challenging because you you do need to recognise signs when you're commissioning too much of say North America or Africa or Asia um, you really have to get that that balance right and you do know from your own travel research contact with the industry what are the hot button destinations and we should really in many ways be ahead of the readers anyway uh, but we often do get letters from readers saying oh could we have a little bit more of this destination or maybe a little less of that that destination or this type of mm -hmm. of travel and we do try and respond but we seem to we seem to manage to get a, you know, a good range of um, of of, de of destinations, and you, all, you you do need to be very aware with the cover stories as well that um, you know you don't have too much of the same thing too often. You do, you do really need need a, a, a great um, 
yeah. uh, amount of variety in terms of the, the subject matter and, and, yeah, and the we'll, destinations. We'll keep... But you've just turned to a, yeah. a spread on New York. Yeah, we'll... You can't really go wrong with New York. You no. poss- possibly could have too much New York over the course of a month, but New York has broad appeal and it produces lots of great angles. So yeah. um, We'll keep sending Barry Duvall and Lexi writes great stuff about New York or yeah, well, he's very, another one well, of his you know, favourites. Yeah, exactly, and he's very passionate about it. Um, and, you know, passion's a big a big factor in producing great travel stories. So, mm. um, um, you know, if you can find people like him who have expertise and a love of a destination, they do end up delivering very good, um, good, good articles. Yeah. Now, you need your... Um one of the requirements, I guess, of writing for you is you've got to be pretty prolific. You can't muck around and take too long because it's a hungry beast, isn't it? Your, well, I think for... Your the, sections and the sides. Well, that's and, right. And the freelancers, uh, you know, they they rely on us for their, mm. for their living, so they're very motivated <laughs> by necessity. Yes. Uh, so we don't have too... Um, too many, too, too many challenges in terms of extracting. But I guess you commission uh, the, a fair the, way the stories from them. Yeah, we do we, do, we do, we do. We always have, we always have um, a large number of stories on hand because we can never predict week to week the size of of the sections and what the okay. um, and what the, uh, the 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 demands will be. And you also need a lot of material on hand uh, because you need. A range of destinations, um, so you can't have, as I said earlier, too much Africa or too much North America. Um, you need, you need. So we do. I hate to say it, over commission, but but <laughs> but by no by necessity because we do need to have that have that constant pool of content to choose from. Yeah, can you use your website as a bit if you have too much? You um, can sort of put some yeah, of it there yeah, because absolutely. it's yeah. Well, uh, the way our system bit, works, the, uh, the the, the uh, stories for print end up appearing online before they 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 they're printed. Uh, but that's just a uh, quirk of the uh, production system. Yeah, but it so means it's a that everything. Insider's gets... tip: if you can't wait, right? You well, can that's right, you can often yeah. find this yeah, stuff yeah, on exactly. The... But then you know the the print experience is very different, isn't it? You're looking at um, yeah. another spread there on uh, Ireland and. That's a very different experience to what you might get on uh, online, but online there may have well been a gallery or a video, and sure. so they've so you know they're complementary, but they've also very different uh, yeah. uh, different experiences. Yeah, I'm uh, heading to one of the, um, if not the most popular thing, is the re- the readers letters. Oh right, yes. where they um, yeah, we've worked hard on that. They're, they're not uh, afraid of uh, giving it out. No, and, um, no. No, and we're not we're not afraid. They're rants and raves. That's we're what not afraid uh, to to give them a, a, a platform. But I think that page, uh, the letters page, really is indicative of of the level of interest in travel and and how opinionated uh, everyone has become. Uh, we've had some amazing debates uh, within um, what we call rants and rants and raves. So I'm, I'm actually quite proud of that of that page because we really have worked hard at uh, generating. Um, uh, a debate uh, it can can get uh, very obscure and, and quite um, eccentric at times some of the subjects that they that the readers choose to, to write in about but um, but it, it, it's it's never not a good read I, I, I would hope and it is it's, it is a great joy to to uh, to dip into the yeah the, no, the, it's letter, often, the letters inbox each week and see what what on earth they've reacted to or uh, or they've come up. One one thing that we, we we've noted about Arise is how incisive they are in terms of uh, any errors. Um, it's also uh, errors are a, are perversely a great way of uh, of market researching. 
your, uh, your, your what, what you're doing because uh, the moment we get anything wrong, they're onto us, and it's it's incredible. We have a we have a policy of publishing corrections, uh, and also happily in this day and age, we can amend the the stories online. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, we they do keep uh, they're they're on our case. 24-7, the readers, in terms of uh, getting things right. And, you know, fair enough, too. You know, we're, we're travel writers and editors. They have an expe- The readers have an expectation that we've been to the destinations. We should know what we're talking about. But unfortunately, mistakes, uh, mistakes uh, creep through, uh, and they do give us hell when we get, we, we, when we get it wrong. But we do try and, uh, try and do the right thing. And yeah, you know that. Some of those um, mistakes... Uh, ventilated through the uh, through through the, the the letters page as well, which can be very handy for yeah, no, look, it's a very funny read if um, you've ever skimmed across that and not delved into it. There's some uh, funny stuff and also well, a lot of good information. Um, Look, I better not overlook the reason I wanted to get in in the first place. Oh, of course. We You've got to... Almost forgot. We did. <laughs> Bury the lead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, really that's what happens when you one. start talking to an editor about his, uh, about his title. But the special edition out this weekend, Tell is it the first uh, gloss? Uh, we did a 10th anniversary glossy uh, okay. edition last year, but it was yep. more of a hybrid between a newsprint and, okay. a, and a magazine uh, title. Mm-hmm. But this one on Saturday, May 19, in the Sydney Morning Herald on the Age, it's very much a fully-fledged gloss magazine production of Traveller. Um, so it was, it was um, it's quite a challenge for, for editors to go from, from a newsprint format to a magazine uh, format. Magazines, I have to admit, are a lot more of a challenge to produce because the production values are... Um, I guess it might you might compare it to doing a TV show compared to a feature film. Okay. Uh, the production values are, are, are very are very high and challenging. But again, it's a it's 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 a great way to keep our uh, our readers and our advertisers guessing in a very positive way. You know, we want them to wonder what we're going to do next and what we have done next. Uh, on top of all of those other things that we've spoken about, it's produce a magazine version to celebrate Europe, um, okay. and um, you know what better continent to uh, to 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 focus a glossy magazine on? Because obviously the phot- photography is is you know uh, that that you can. Um, Glean from any trip to Europe is, is is fantastic, and a magazine is a great a great uh, vehicle for it. So we've dropped a few of the regular features. Uh-huh. Um, uh, they'll be back the following week, um, but we've introduced a few little other few little uh, new, new little tricks here and there, okay. uh, which I hope the readers will enjoy. Um, and uh, importantly for us and for our advertisers, we've created a, a new template for possible future okay. uh, magazines um, and, and, and production. So, um, so the advertiser response a, to this was good? The, it was uh, indeed. It's yep. 56 pages wow. and it okay. um, matches our biggest ever print edition, which was um, recorded earlier this year mm. in the Sydney Morning Herald. And some great so, photography, I'm guessing, on that uh, uh, yeah, glossy absolutely. paper. Yeah, yeah, so yeah it's good. a joy to be able to, um, to to work with that photography in that in that format. I mean, it's 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 pleasing enough in the newsprint format, but then to have the vehicle of a, of a glossy magazine, it's another it's a, it's a, it's another uh, another opportunity again. So, um, but a, again, it's all part of the, this evolution of a of a, of a brand and Traveller is very much. 
such a brand. And um, I think it's also a, a tribute to how strong the brand is that we could convince our advertisers to um, to, to, to back it. Uh, they like the idea. And, um, you know, just uh, it, it's, it's good. You know, it's great, isn't it? Again, going back to all of those travails that print... The print medium has uh, has had to endure. endure. We we are still innovating at Fairfax. Uh, we're still very open minded in terms of uh, of new ways of presenting our, our our titles and our and our content. And this magazine's a a, a very tangible manifestation of it. Yeah, yeah, no, look, it's fantastic. I think you've done a great job. Keep doing it. Um, before you throw me out, a couple of quick travel questions. Mm-hmm. Favourite destinations for you? Where do you oh like going boy, to? That's hard. It's is it? the, the, the hackneyed answer is the next place I visit. <laughs> but uh, uh, I'll, I'll have to say Japan, India, okay, yep. New Zealand mm-hmm. might surprise people, yep, but I yep. think New Zealand is a magical place, particularly that South Island. I'm a terrible a- Asia tragic. Okay. So I'm happiest whenever I'm in Asia. Yes. Um, but I mean, you know, gosh, where do you stop? I mean, Canada is a fantastic destination. Lovely people. Sometimes it comes down to the to the people. But I would have to say Asia is a big focus. Some of my best experiences have been in Australia. I think Australia is increasingly a very, a very um, compelling and and dynamic destination. You know, yeah. we're seeing the benefit of all all of these inbound tourists, including the Chinese, who are improving the infrastructure. The tourism infrastructure, which their um, thereby benefits us as domestic travellers. So, um, but yeah, I mean, gosh, such a such a big world. But I would I would have to say Japan and India would be okay. right up there. You know, I'm guessing you still pay for a lot of your own tickets. The a lot of Australians amass points because mm. most trips out of Australia are quite lengthy. The option here is usually One World or Star Alliance. Do you have a preference? Uh, no, not really. I think a, po- a point's a point, and uh, if it gets you somewhere, then then go for it. They're, the problem with travel editors is we tend to be fairly promiscuous in terms of the uh, airlines we travel on, mm. so we don't tend to favour one over the other. So we end up uh, um, travelling on a variety of airlines, so it can be a little bit tricky to uh, amass uh, sure. amass points. Strangely enough, but that might uh, be. but I say, I think the point systems uh, attached to hotels and airlines and, and credit cards have also been a great catalyst for travel because it has enabled people to travel more and more comfortably as well mm. because they've been able to upgrade to better better seats, better rooms. Yeah, and then this might be hard for you to answer too. Favourite airline or airlines? Oh, gosh, I mean, a a couple. Look, I think, you know, the top 10 or... Ten airlines. You can you can guess who they are. Yeah, just all those big. It's all it all, it, it all comes down to nuance, and the and the nuance is what can get an airline across the line and ahead of of another airline. But I mean, gosh, you know, we're lucky to have Qantas. It's a fantastic um, carrier, despite the fact that everyone's got a talking about airlines and people having an opinion on them. Everyone's got a uh, got an opinion on air on not Qantas, but Qantas is uh, is. Undoubtedly, one of the world's great carriers. You know, the Asian airlines are fantastic. The main ones, the main carriers, you can imagine who they are. Yeah, yeah. The Middle Eastern airlines. Um, but you know, that top ten, top fifteen grouping, they are all these days of a very high standard. So yeah, the points of difference are very much nuanced. Uh, yeah, in, in, and then you soon go my, out of business if you're not, offer, not yeah, a good yeah. offer, right? And so the market boy, is it competitive? Yeah. Is it com- is it competitive? But they're all flying the same hardware, mm. pretty much, mm. either Airbus or Boeing. So if you're flying 
operating the same hardware, how do you make a, a, a difference? difference? So it comes yeah. down to the service and the food and the seat. And yeah. increasing the seats are so high tech, uh, into, particularly in business class, that they're now having to look at service standards and food as a way to separate, to differentiate themselves. Another story. Another another discussion, perhaps. Yeah, absolutely. Look, it's been great. Thank you for your time. I'm looking forward to the weekend special. Um, Anthony Dennis, thanks. Thank you very much.